What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the seventh episode of Bearded Babble. It's a new podcast that's not that new, where four guys sit around a table and try to put together IKEA furniture. Can somebody pass me the left-handed screwdriver, please? If you have it. So I, I actually left my left hand. Oh, you have one? Oh, okay, wow. Wow, that's... We'll just go ahead and just... That's... Oh, that's my microphone. Sorry. All right, guys, I'm glad you were It looks back. a lot like <laughs> IKEA really furniture. Found a, really found a, a screwdriver next to me. It so. looks like an end table that you would get from IKEA, so yeah, it definitely works, and that's... that's <laughs> it is kind of coincidental the, that the microphone or the just oh, okay. happening to be there. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it there every week. So when you said it, I was like, oh, "Wait, <laughs> I know there's one there now." I can make this funny. <laughs> but no, guys, I uh, appreciate you guys tuning back in again with us. Appreciate you sticking with us as we're kind of going along on this journey. I'm Chris. I got Mr. Tommy right here to my left side. I couldn't think of what direction that was. With the screwdriver. He is with the screwdriver. I got Joe across from me at an angle. He's got on a hat tonight. Yes, yes I do. <laughs> hey, look, I mean, you don't usually wear a hat. And then I got Big Head. He's actually got his hat back. Back. Yeah, yes. I finally, I, which I, if you watch my vlog, you'll see where I purposefully wore it so that I wouldn't forget it. <laughs> where Where was your hat, Chris? It has been with Joe for the past It has been weeks? on a baby's um, bassinet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what word are we going to use now? For a couple of weeks, I was getting worried. I was like, he may be forgetting. And then again, he may not know how to tell me that Hawk. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> that his hat is now a true my, my child has stolen it. No, guys. So this week, I kind of mentioned Ikea furniture because we are going to be talking about things that um, should be invented but are really furniture. hard to do. Right, yeah. Things that things that should should be like practical things, but they're really complicated to actually get done, like an end table from IKEA. With modern technology. With modern technology, that's right. Because it takes future technology to put together IKEA furniture. Like a left handed screwdriver. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> For who is anyone in here left handed? Raise your right hand if you are. <laughs> uh, Tommy. Raise my left hand. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, so okay, right hand. Gotcha. okay. All right, cool. So, no, like, my idea for it, like, when I was thinking about it, because when Tommy texted us earlier, when we were talking about what we were going to talk about, I thought about Disney World, because, like, Disney World uses these things now called magic bands. Have we said what we're talking about? I just did. You just did. Literally. literally. (laughs) Uh, Okay. You're spaced out. Gotcha. Okay. It's fine. So, at Disney World, they have these things called magic bands, which they're kind of like a... An Apple Watch without a screen, and that it's it's, it's like RFID transmitter. Yeah, yeah, it's RFID, and it's in a it's in a wristband, so you don't have to carry anything with you. So, like the cool thing about them is that you can literally load like your debit card, your room key to your hotel, your fast passes that you get for, and everything like that. And even now, with like when you get your picture pass thing, where you can take pictures, they load it to it so that you can actually like. Like, just walk up to a person who has a camera and say, hey, I want to take some pictures. And you just boop it to their little thing, and it takes like, the pictures. Like anybody? Or? No, anybody with the – Just walk up to some thing. random – hey, can you take a picture of me? <laughs> but when when me and Shay were talking about it the other night about the, the RFID and, like, the bands and everything, I was like, you know, what if you get to a spot at Disney World and there's nobody around who work who's working there with a camera, but you want to take a picture? So I thought, what if it was, like, Uber for a camera where they have a little thing and you just boop it, and someone who's – Works for Disney with the cameras off, like on the other side of the park, and they accept it. Oh, uh, it like it. it it's basically you're calling for a photographer, right? Right. And then what it does is, like, say you're in a hurry. You have 15 minutes before your pass, pa- your fast pass hits at Space Mountain. You're over here, right on the bridge, and you want to take a picture, but it's going to take a little bit of time. When you boop it, it says the person is a six minute walk away, and you can decide whether or not you want to wait 
or whether or not you want to go ahead. If you want to wait, you can just accept it and just wait there for them to get there. And if not, I just hope Disney trademarks booping something. Oh yeah, <laughs> all you have well, to hey, do is hey, boop it. Well, no, they they can license it from us for a small nominal fee. Right, correct. Uh huh. Of, of a million, million dollars. dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I like well, I guess our price is set. Hey, that's not a problem for them. I can assure you. If anybody else wants to sponsor us, we'll cut the rates down a little bit. But it's Disney. I mean, come on, we can. We they can, can they can them. afford our boop. Yeah. So I just thought, like, I was, and that was not, not even, like, that big of a deal thing, but I just thought, man, that'd be pretty neat if they did that because you're not always going to see a person with a camera around you. So if you need, if you want pictures taken, and I also thought, too, because for some reason I was being a hopeless romantic at the moment, is like, hey, you go over there, I'm going to go right here, and you boop it and be like, hey, look, I'm going to propose real quick, but she's off. Can you guys get set up for it and get, like, two other people over here? And, like, when she comes up, just you know, proposing to take pictures. To take pictures. Just, yeah, they're already there to take the pictures. You don't have to worry about like bringing your own camera. I don't know. It. Just, I just. I thought it was a pretty good idea. So it basically, basically, you're just wanting them to advance or improve their already established system. Right. Right. Okay. If they could, if they could improve the booping system, we'd be good to go. <laughs> the booping. It's actually a really good idea. It yeah. Makes things a lot easier. It, it does. It really does. Because you don't have to look around for a person with a camera anymore. You just boop it, and someone comes in seven minutes from wherever they are. And that's why I thought, like, Uber, like, it'll show up on their, you know, they have, like, a phone. Like, well, yeah, they'll each have, like, on their phone or a Disney device. Yeah, it'll, yeah. And, they and just, it'll show up a notification, oh, they're looking for a photographer. Sure, this accept is, it, and you just walk yeah. over to them. And that's where it gives you, like, it uses the GPS of the location of the booper to the location of the, <laughs> the, the booper, booper, the booby. <laughs> and the, the accepted booper. Um, and they, like it, it maps that out of how long it'll take them to walk to it. Or they could fly if they had a jetpack. Whoa, yes. That's where we're going next. Okay, so everybody has seen some show or cartoon or, or something. Grand Theft Auto. Yes, they have this and this. But jetpacks. The, the premise of the whole, top, the, the whole topic of discussion for today is things that should exist but have already some sort of established... Like, it'll grow into these things, yeah. and we can see, like, how technology's progressing into these. Like, we already have the beginning stages of mm-hmm. it, or somewhere in between that it'll eventually get to this Yeah, like, they already, they already have to be established. It can't just be something we made up. Yeah. My thing, or something that I would flip and love, would be a jetpack, which there's already a company called Jetpack International, and they've invented a jetpack that can only fly for 33 seconds. <laughs> But can go seventy seven miles an hour. Logistically, for you, that would be legitimate for you. Well, it can fly. It can fly for three thousand three hundred feet. I live a half a mile from work. That is a mile is five thousand two hundred eighty. I know. Do math together. I know. That's (laughs) that. That is over half a mile, which means I literally could just fly to work and then charge up your, you know, jetpack. Well, it uses hours. Well, it uses hydrogen peroxide, so I have to. I'd have to have a supply of that. Wow, that would be a large stockpile. That It'd work be. for you because you know you're a technology Yeah, teacher. I do technology. Yeah, so yeah. That'd be like, ooh, I could have my students do it. Like where they work Maybe on my jetpack. Peroxide? Yeah, I can offer like extra credit you if you bring like me your hydrogen. class required. If anybody can go into the science, their science class today and, and get me. And to get and, me some hydrogen peroxide. Yeah, whatever word it's called. But I mean, seriously, in. like. Who wouldn't like? You already have those water jet. Pa- uh, yeah, yeah. I don't it's know the what they're called. The big hose and then yeah, like it sucks water. water. It, it, it yeah. basically is like a jet ski engine where it pulls yeah. the water up and shoots it under your feet. Flying, I, I, the jet packing, I wouldn't have a problem with. It's the landing I'd be worried about because 
dude, install like a parachute so you can just float down. So I don't want to fly that high. This one can fly for 250 feet. Well, I mean, not like a, not like you're up thousands of feet, but just I wanted to gently set me back down. I wonder I, if I well, wonder parach- if parachutes don't slam you to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if like part of that 33 seconds is the takeoff and the landing, or is that like it can. 33 Why? seconds of sustained flight. Yeah, yeah. Is it 33 seconds of sustained that, that's flight? That's what it says. Or? It says 33 seconds of su- sustained flight. So, okay. So, I feel like after those 33 seconds, it has enough reserve fuel like probably, to It probably has like 5, 10 seconds. Like, all right, yeah, go yeah. down. Yeah. <laughs> all right. This is it, bud. So. You can put that on your booper. It would be like, go down, go down, go down. Yeah. Boop a jetpack to you. There you go. Yeah. That would be cool. But I, I don't have anything to lead into the next person. <laughs> so, we're just going to throw this one to Big Head. All right. So, as everybody knows... Maybe not around here, but in other areas, forest fires can be a serious problem, right? What What did you say? Forest fires. I heard something about spires, and I was... <laughs> That's really what you get for not paying attention to yeah, Sorry, say. man. Get off your phone. But um, <laughs> possibly, in somewhere in the near future, they might eventually find a way to drown out forest fires with sound waves. Well, I, 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 I've no, I, I have seen a video on this where... They basically put a high-powered subwoofer like next to like a candle or something like that, and pulse it real hard, and yeah. it like, basically blows out yeah. the candle. Forest fires could one day, in the near future, be dealt with with drones that would direct loud noises at like the trees and stuff. Uh, since it's made of pressure waves, it can be used to disrupt the air surrounding the fire, and then it would cut off the supply of oxygen to the fuel. Uh, currently. There's some researchers out there. One of them is named George Mason uh, from the University George, of Virginia. George, oh, did I just say George Mason University? <laughs> University. I'm sorry, at George Mason University oh, okay. of Virginia. Uh, recently demonstrated with uh, their sonic extinguisher. Uh, apparently, base frequencies work the best. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because they, they, they more, push the more sound. air. Yeah, there's you more sound. You can feel it. It's, so, it's yeah. the reason why we have pop filters, so you don't. Pick uh, up the uh, air. Most most of us. You know what? Most of us would pop. Yeah, no, sorry. He said, he said, that's, a, that's a little sore he said subject. He's with loud noises, and for some reason, all I could think of was Steve Carell on the bottom loud of the drone. No- loud noises! But if you ask me, uh, if you mix that with water, not like mix it, but like if you have both, I would think maybe they would be able to do a little so bit better. So basically, drones with subwoofers and sprinklers. So like... So like get the fire almost as much out as you can with the water, and then like boom, 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 boom over the top of it, and it would or just sound it wave it down to a certain a more uh, manageable, right? Uh, and then you could put so, it out with fire yeah, hoses. Yeah, that. that'd be. I mean, that's if if it if they could get it because I've seen where you were talking about um, for the the people from George Mason. It was like some engineering students or whatever, and they had like a, it was like a trash can that they lit on fire, and then they walked up to it with a little subwoofer thing, and it was like boom, 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 and it put it out, and I was like, oh, that's pretty neat actually. I mean, it makes sense because sound waves move oxygen around. So, Tommy, what you got for us? Uh, I have a sub in my truck. We can always set a fire and, you know, try it out ourselves. That's, I'm fine with that, too. So, okay, we'll be right back. We're going to go do that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, my uh, first one that I have is recreational cybernetics. I literally have no idea what that is. So, go ahead and give us that definition. <laughs> <laughs> it, we, we've all seen and heard, like, in like sci-fi movies and stuff, people like getting these robotic eyes, robotic arms and stuff. Like if you've seen the movie I Robot with Will Smith, like how he has the robotic arm. Spoiler alert, sorry. Probably that movie back in 2007. Yeah, that old movie. <laughs> and I am legend the dog dies. Oops, sorry. But uh, sorry. how dare you? But um, 
I feel like in, we, we already have forms of this, like with prosthetic limbs that we get. Uh, not, not us. None of us have any, but people can get. Um, you see uh they're they're making advancements in like these um what's that word i just used prosthetics Prosthetics. (laughs) yeah uh it's where like you can move them with muscle control and like the limb that's no longer there you can like yeah it's basically where it's it's like a permanently attached prosthetic where they connect it to your muscles where if you like contract your bicep it'll close the hand yeah yeah exactly and I just feel like in the future, just knowing how this technology will progress, that people will start getting prosthetics like this for recreational use. Like maybe having actual arms cut off. I'm going to get a, uh, for recreational, a recreational use. I'm going to get a third arm added to my forehead. <laughs> <laughs> I would think to the back, but I mean, forehead could work. Well, I'm thinking like, well, I'm thinking like. When I do videography stuff, I have my microphone on my hot shoe. Your hand can just hold well, it. My hand, my hand will hold like <laughs> you, my light. You no longer, you no longer need a boom microphone. You exactly. just hold it up. With I just hold it. I feel like it would be cheaper to get like a GoPro mount on That's your head. That's true. It I'm probably just, would be. But it would be cooler to have a third arm. You're not wrong. You're not wrong about that. But we could see like people getting like eyes transplanted with robot eyes, so they could like see further, see like Trans- in the dark. He said transplanted. Did I? Yes. I'm, having a, I'm having a day, man. Ma, are there uh, any plates in the cabinet? Nah, you got to transplate them from the dishwasher to the cabinet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I'm from Jersey when I talk to my mom. But. And you can do it with your robot eye. Just move the dishes from one. I put the dishes the up so much faster since I got this one put on my forehead. <laughs> <laughs> I can reach the top cabinet with it. Uh, there. Would have no more troubles reaching the top shelf in stores. Nah, you can start booping from your eyes. Then. That's true. <laughs> My hands are full with all these doll whips from Disney World. How am I ever going to get a, a person over here to take my picture? Oh, wait. Oh, robot arm. Boop. Robot arm from a head can boop now. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, but think about it. You can have, like, arms attached to you, like, have an arm taken off and have a robot arm put on to make you stronger, make you more flexible. Maybe you were born with a deformity. Uh, legs, you, you can run like faster. That. I said you don't have to talk about me like that. You said deformities. It's called a face, Tommy. And it's beautiful. Oh my god, thank you so much. I feel like this could lead into like super soldiers. Ooh. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh. It would lead to like military usages and just you could throw all two grenades at once while you shoot a gun. Went from your head. From your head. Oh, <laughs> your head. that's you get that. Well, no, like you play, you like you play Call of Duty, and you have to like pop out behind the thing. You could just stick your robot arm up and just like <laughs> at the top of your bunker. Exactly. Exactly, but. It could be something uh, in the near future where we have these robotic prosthetics that we can use to enhance our daily lives without needing it to be done. Sounds like a plan. But hey, everybody, just like we're kind of getting into the rhythm of everything with this uh, with this whole break thing that we're doing, we're about to take a break. Please listen to this ad from our sponsors. This episode of Bearded Babble is brought to you by Bearded Babble. So if you'd like to sponsor us, please hit us up at beardedbabble.pc at gmail.com or call 1-800-BEARDED-BABBLE. Don't actually call that. It's not a real number. Okay, bye. All right, guys, thank you for listening to that uh, that sponsor. I couldn't think of what it was called for a second there. <laughs> um, Hashtag ad. But just like it says in that sponsor, if you want to sponsor us, please feel free to reach out to us. We're not looking for anything crazy. We're not looking for super big brand deals. You could literally like give us a pizza 
every yeah. night that we record, and we will dedicate multiple minutes to you. Yeah, for real. And and like the thing is, like like I said, we're not looking for crazy brand deals where they pay us eighty thousand dollars to do one episode. We're, but like but that. not but 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 no, we're yes. not going to return. We're not going to turn quite. You down. All right, of course. If you say, hey, we're going to pay you eighty thousand dollars to talk about us, then we'll definitely do it. But if you actually would like for us to mention your company, we would love to to partner up with you and and speak about your company. You know, I'm not show it out, but I guess technically kind of show it out. Yeah, you know, talk yeah, good yeah. about it, and also at the same time get something in return, like a pizza, or you know, if you custom design uh, phone cases and you want us to talk about it, give me a phone case and I'll talk about you. That's We're, no big deal. We at really all. need somebody We're, to to sponsor, donate, so Chris gets a pop filter. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. I mean, like if you want to give us like ten dollars to talk about your company. That's enough to buy him a pop filter, and it I think is. we're I, I, we're not going to say no. But also, if you work for me, undies, and by chance you're listening to this, I would love a pair of your underwear just because everybody says they're so comfortable. What? What? Well, I didn't hear, catch the company name. Me undies. You guys have never heard about that? Never heard. Oh, dude, we're totally going to talk about All that right, later. So, topic for next week is underwear. Yeah, basically. <laughs> but no, guys, not, not real. Not really. Also, if you work at a mattress store, that'd be great too, because my mattress is super crappy, um, and it's got, it's one of those foam mattresses. So there's like so a you're super like big dipping right into. in the middle. Yeah, like dude, Tommy's. I have to I have to turn it well, once every did. like uh, cur- I have to turn it like once every month and get it you know where it's more <laughs> my my air conditioner I'm so sorry my air conditioner <laughs> in my the air conditioner in my studio keeps cutting out and throwing a circuit breaker and I keep having to flip it so if I disappear in a little bit it's because I'm flipping a circuit and <laughs> the look on Chris's face was just Chris to get your mind off of that and since I was talking about mattresses tell us about sleeping in it you said it, what was it. In a petri dish, uh, don't be thrown off by the title. We're not ever going to be sleeping in a petri dish. I hope we're going to be sleeping with Ebola. Yeah, that maybe, but uh, up to thirty percent of us have trouble sleeping. Uh, one do. of them I know for sure is in here, Tommy. He has trouble sleeping a lot, um, and thirty percent of uh, just about everybody in the world uh, has a problem sleeping. Well, a team at Washington State University uh, has identified the smallest set of neurons in our brains that are responsible for sleeping, and uh, they've grown a tiny group of these cells in the lab, and they can actually induce them to fall asleep and wake up. Bless the lamb, the air is back on. And <laughs> I'm so sorry, Chris. But <laughs> their work could help to uh, figure out the science of sleep disorders. So, so basically, they called it sleeping in a petri dish because they took like the scientific, yeah, like microscope. So, so you're not literally sleeping no. in a. Okay, okay, okay. Basically, basically, what we're going to do is harvest some of our brain cells, put them in a petri dish to rest, and then put them back in, and we'll feel like we slept. Well, you're telling me. no, they're actually <laughs> figuring out the science of these of the neurons. They have specifically found certain neurons that are in control of our sleeping and that kind of thing. And they have figured out a way to actually induce sleep with these neurons and how to um, wake them up and put them back to sleep. So if they can figure that out, maybe they can get to the point where they can figure out how... You could have like a little machine that just hooks up and just like electrical impulses you to fall asleep. To fall asleep. And then eight hours later, boop, you're back up. That's so that's, that's Tommy. Called, that's called melatonin. Well, well, dude, I'm having to take so much melatonin now that I'm afraid like my melatonin natural production is just going to shut off. It's but I'd it's much like, rather be electrocuted. Stop <laughs> drinking coffee. It's like diabetes. I only drink it like. I actually have cut back a lot. I very rarely drink it uh, like I used to. Like, if I drink it, This dude, like when we lived in... Ad- to, to give y'all an idea, when me and Tommy lived together in college, 
We had three coffee makers in our apartment, one of which we kept in the living room, ready to make a cup of coffee at a moment's notice. I've had, I had three cups of coffee today, and I'll probably have another cup when I get home, just because it puts me to sleep. I've, is, I've cut back a lot on my coffee intake. It, I don't know what's up with me. But down to 16 cups. Basically, this science can lead to being able to figure out how to get somebody to just go to sleep, you know. Or you know, so basically, science wants us to make make us all narcoleptic. They want to. I mean, us. I'm already Oof. to almost to that point anyway. That's true. <laughs> so, you do fall asleep no, in some had, funny places. I had no. Okay, so I'm not going to throw names or anything like that. Um, but I actually have a friend who, whenever he gets tired, it it doesn't matter what we're doing. We were at one of my friend's birthdays. We're all sitting around eating, and he just falls asleep. And you only give him like 10 seconds, and then he takes like a really deep breath, and he's like, <laughs> and he wakes up, and he's perfectly fine. <laughs> hey, like, like it's, it's a power nap, man. I mean, like, it's just so random. We've and, all been through finals before. Man, We've all taken a little 10-second naps. That, that's like Chris. Like, as soon as he first starts dozing off, that's it. He's going to sleep. There's nothing you can do. Yeah, you can't my, I'll keep waking nothing. back up, but immediately we'll fall right back to sleep. I've, I've got videos Snapchat. of Chris, like, Falling asleep, sitting straight up, like not leaning against anything, like head just bobbing all over the place. It's so funny. Are you done sneezing? Joe? Sorry. <laughs> you, we can we can peep that Snapchat Tommy sent us the other night of Chris falling asleep, sitting up. <laughs> I, I don't. There's, there's I don't. About that. I don't have Snapchat. Sorry. You missed out on the funny. You did. Moments. It was funny. I didn't respond, and I feel super bad. Yeah, hey, there's okay. plenty of them. You will. You can definitely probably see more. So what you're saying is that if I download Snapchat, I'll probably get a picture of you sleeping. At some yeah. point, yes, yeah. that's correct. That's good to know. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 gonna happen. It's inevitable. Mine is kind of a two part thing, more or less. Uh, both again in kind of the medical field. Uh, the first one is. Um, let me try and pull it back up. Uh, medical 3D printing, like where they have uh, started printing and growing body parts, organs, and stuff like that. Like Oregon, the state. Yes, they, they, they have grown the Oregon. Like they printed an entire state. There's now multiple states. And they, they so that's what's wrong with Oregon. It. That's it. Uh, I was no, born there. Uh, organs, like liver, I guess. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Your heart. Uh, and and I've seen the 3D printed heart. I don't know if they've actually tried to implant it in somebody. It looks really cool, like really high-tech, uh, fancy-looking. Um, I, I actually – sorry to interrupt, but – No, you're good. Um, I, I teach what's called STEM, which is science, technology, engineering, math. You said that every episode. Today. I know. I do. But just so you y'all hey, well, know. What does the acronym stand for? Yeah, okay. Go ahead and let us all know that you're married, too. Yeah, I am. And he has, we a, get he it, has a degree. And, to get, and a kid on the way. Okay. Jeez. Anyway, one of the things we talk about <laughs> he's is – he's got red hair. It, one of the things we talk about is – Emerging technologies, and one thing that I bring up every year because I it's it's the it's the whole gr- printing or growing organs, and it's called organ farming. It's because every year there's a small incremental advancement, in the whole thing and the the printed heart. I've actually seen that they tried to implant it in a pig. The pig died. Yeah. But the i the the thing though that they were able to print one that they thought was viable enough to try, blows my mind. And I mean that that's currently in our lifetime in our just. 2017 right now that is the year it is yeah uh just imagine like where where the where they will get in the future yeah i mean in to, 10 years what can we do i with mean it? imagine like heart disease kidney failure uh 
cancer of the organs. It's like, hey, you got a bad heart. Give us four hours. We'll print you a new one. Yeah, and they could probably use, like, so many different things, and, and it'll, oh, man, just the the – the words that are the, 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 the possibilities. The possibilities are, are just amazing. The, like the things we'll be able to overcome. The um, only thing that, and I don't want to be the only. I don't want to be the negative one here for go, Nancy. for health. Uh, neg- I don't want to be health uh, negative on health, but only problem I can see with that is if we start being able to replace body parts. When does the population ever stop growing? And I'm not trying to sound so like basically you're saying bad you should eradicate half the population. No. Not, there's no, a no, no, movie no. coming out with that same premise where, like, uh, I can't remember the name. I saw a trailer, read about it today, uh, but something like they can pretty much cure dying of old age. Because, like, you're, you're replacing body parts. You're uh, rejuvenating cells. Wasn't there, wasn't like there a movie recently with, like, Ryan Reynolds or somebody where they, like, this older rich guy was dying, so they implanted his consciousness into like a criminal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, then, the, and then, like Ryan Wolverine, Re- the second origins movie. <laughs> no. That's it. No. Well, it's, it's Wolverine Origins too. Right, right. <laughs> but no, the I know what you're about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the the one where he's the the police officer. For yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, that's not it. That, but that, <laughs> no, but that's a funny movie. But staying on the topic of 3D printing, I loved. I actually have a 3D printer in my classroom, and it's. You get I, it. You teach STEM. I, no, no, no. I printed Darth Vader, and I'm pretty happy about it. It turned out great. But staying on topic of 3D printing, mine, the, the technology that I actually could see existing is 3D printed food. Now, 3D printing food technically exists today, but, like, the technology that exists today is, like, they have a pancake 3D printer, which is basically it's on a griddle, and it just it's prints a design. Yeah. And then there's one that's, like, it can print in some chocolate. Yeah, but I'm I'm talking about like those are more decorative. Yeah, I'm talking like whole molecules. Like can literally like print a steak or print like a hamburger where it's got like bun, meat, cheese. Like I almost said potatoes. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) How do you take your burgers? Extra potatoes. But like have like the bun, meat, cheese, lettuce, tomato, ketchup. Like I'm talking like a full out potato print a burger. Yeah, potato burger. burger. You can't get potato buns. Uh, at the store, they're they're pretty cool. But like they're try- I know that they're trying to work on that idea for in space travel because astronauts are up there for a long time. One guy I follow on Instagram, which his name's escaping me. Chris right? Hadfield. No, not him. Um, the bald guy. His name's not Chris Hadfield. Buzz Aldrin. You're, you're thinking of the bald guy, right? Yeah, I'm thinking of the bald guy. Yeah, bald. the bald guy. He's a twin. He d- he spent a year in space. Could you imagine like after you're up there a hundred days and just all of a sudden get a steak? Like, how, I think your day would get so much better. Dude, I, I could get a steak right now, and I, my day would get so much better. If That's you want to sponsor us with steak, our days will get so much better. Yes, <laughs> so, I, I think the, the whole idea of 3D printing food, where it exists now, the idea that it could get there someday would be just to have one in your kitchen. It, like, what do I want today? And, like, your burger one day, steak the next day. It kind of weirds me out, though. Like, it, it's essentially fake, but real... I don't know. It's like that Jimmy Neutron episode when they had the fast food restaurant that you'd push the button and it printed out your food for you. Cause I don't well, remember that. Coming from like actual meat, you know, that's essentially creating the. I mean, it's not creating life, but it's also creating. No, what it what it does is it has like 
cartridges of like a grain, cartridges of the. Oh, so you're not meat. necessarily three D printing food. Well, well, you're it, just assembling. You're not creating it. You're just assembling it. Yeah, basically, right. what it is is because I mean it's got to come from something. You, you can't create something from nothing. Well, you know that. Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and and you know, you think like, um, like with the whole there's test tube meats that they have out there, which sound gross, but at the same time, it's it's meat that they took a stem cell from a, a cow or whatever, and they grew a steak for it, which is always. I mean, it's it. Costs. How do you feel about cloned meat? I'm actually, and I'm I. This is a lot of people don't agree with me, but I'm a proponent of cloning, in in this not in in the human sense, no. But in the sense of, if we're running low for the world on a on a shortage of, of meat and we need animals, and the only way to get those animals is to clone them, then by all means, I feel clone, like living. clone me some chickens. I feel like, like living, and I really like. Steak. I mean, I could see it like for animals that are like nearing extinction. Yeah, but what what's the what's to stop people from still poaching them and stuff? I don't know. We have to talk about that another time. I mean, China just ended their ivory trade, so that's a pretty big deal. That is a good thing. Yeah, that's a pretty big deal. But, yeah, I mean, and that's, and that's I like how we kind of went from food and medical devices all over the place because we were, I was, you were talking about medical stuff. You were basically talking about medical stuff because it was sleep, and then Joe was like, I like food. <laughs> <laughs> name, name of all four of us, who doesn't like food? I actually don't like food, guys. I filter feed like Spongebob. Well, then you can leave. I think you're a liar. Uh, no, I'm a sponge. Yeah, he's right. Well, we like the Disney World. <laughs> that's probably just about the, the time we have for today. That so is. we're going to have to wrap this thing up for Episode 7. Now, be sure to check us all out on our social media. Everything is linked in the description below since I learned you can do that on iTunes. So instead of us having to ramble on all our names... Just look up, look down for Big Head and Chris and Tommy and Joe. All the links are there, ready to go, so you can come and follow us in our daily lives. Even though we don't necessarily I don't always really post. post that much on the Instagrams anymore. I really, I post a lot on Twitter. I put, yeah, I'm, I'm more of a tweeter. Tommy's Man, just, it, it's just a gift when you see something from me. It is Big Head too. I got a notification. So the if other you day. would like to follow Tommy for random <laughs> gifts, please. I got a notification the other day that was like something about Batman posted for the first time in a while. Like Check it out. Forever. And I was like, oh, sure, Chris, what are you? Oh, okay. All right, cool. It was pretty much the same. I expected it. was a picture of you and Caitlin, which yeah. I kind of assumed. Not not to say that that's a negative thing, but I was like, yeah, it's probably a picture. Yep, that's right. Yep. So, and I think I liked it. If Check not, us out on our social medias from Twitter to Instagram to my YouTube. Anything at all, follow along. We'll see you next week. Add me on MySpace. Peace, guys. Bye.